Welcome to the Unpacking Sunday podcast, where we take a deeper look at what God is speaking to you, to our church, and to the world around us. So grab a coffee, sit back, and let's unpack it together. Okay, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Good to see you. Here we are, Unpacking Sunday again. Back again. Good and to we, be back. Yeah, we just had Pastor Reg speak on Sunday about corporate prayer. Mm-hmm. And then we actually brought him in to the podcast to talk some more about it. He's a bit of a pro when it comes to, to corporate prayer. That's interesting that you would say that because if you ask Reg uh, if he's a prayer professional, he'd say no. No, nope, he'd say there's no such thing. There's no such thing as prayer professional, mm-hmm. right? And I think we're actually going to hear a little bit about that when we interview him today on the podcast. Ooh, exciting. All right. So yeah, earlier I had the opportunity to talk to Reg all about corporate prayer. Right. So why don't we hop over to that interview and then we'll come back and discuss it a little bit. Sounds good. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, I'm here with Pastor Reg, one of the elders in our church. Uh, Reg, do you want to say hey to everybody? Hey everybody, good morning, good to see you. Yeah, awesome. Reg, how long have you been at CRCF? It's been a number of years now, hey? Um, I think I'm entering my uh, 15th year. That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. I came for a cup of coffee, and uh, this is what God does. This is what he does, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. So we have Reg here, and we're talking about corporate prayer. So as, mm. the, as you guys know, we are in the middle of a series in our church on prayer mm. and fasting. And what does this do in our life? Why do we do these kind of spiritual disciplines? And specifically today, we want to talk about corporate prayer, this idea of praying together as a body. So... Uh, Pastor Reg, can you tell us what what is corporate prayer and what makes it different uh, than maybe other disciplines of prayer or types of prayer? I, I, I think the, um, how would I answer that question? A prayer itself is the lifeblood of, uh, that, that, that flows through the heart of a believer if we want to uh, get to know the heart of God, not even so much communicate with God, but to get to know the heart of God. Mm-hmm. And uh, corporate prayer would be, in my estimation, praying together with a common theme um, for a f- common purpose, just focusing on the heart of God for a specific, uh, a specific direction in life. Mm-hmm. So I like what you said. It's a common theme or a common purpose. So we're praying in unity. And I know you and I have talked mm-hmm. about even it's different maybe than a prayer service where we all come to pray individually. But So is corporate prayer more like we're praying... Um, what does that mean when we're praying on theme or praying in unity? What does that look like? Uh, a prayer in and of itself is good, uh, but uh, just praying random prayers when you're in a crowd, I, I, I personally don't believe that it captures the heart of God for mm. what we're praying for together. Mm. If we're together corporately and we're, um, we're called in Scripture to actually to assemble ourselves together and to pray, mm-hmm. uh, we have Scriptures like in... Uh, in um, in uh, Hebrews, where it talks about uh, uh, don't forsake the assembling of yourself together, but coming together in for a common purpose. And that's where corporate prayer comes in. Right. When we're focusing on something as a group of believers, I, I believe that it strengthens the body right. and, and it gives us the ability to reach further and to go uh, farther than we could as individuals. I think the work of ministry itself in our personal lives and in a corporate life of a church is actually a team. It's a teamwork. 
Okay. And, and so therefore, if we're going to strengthen our individual gifts, gifts in our prayer closets, in our home, in our private walk with our God in our prayer times, the sole purpose of that really is to bring us together, that when we unite them together, we're stronger and God is able to accomplish much more, I, I believe, with us and through us. Wow. So it's not, it's not one or the other. It's not only pray privately or only pray corporately. But they feed into one another. They they they, they have to feed feed into each other. Yeah. Um, I I I believe you 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 judge the prayer life of a person in public by how they pray in private. Mm. In other words, if you're, I, I, I can see how you pray in private by the way you pray in public. Interesting. Because one has to feed on one has to feed on the other. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and what about? You know, I know that it can be, and I've heard from people, um, even in the church, that it can be challenging, it can be intimidating, it can feel uncomfortable to come together in a prayer service or in a time of corporate prayer, uh, especially if there is an expectation to pray out loud or if there are people around me who appear very comfortable praying out loud in a group setting. So how can I kind of navigate that feeling if I'm feeling uncomfortable or... Um, ill-prepared or however I'm coming, if I don't feel comfortable praying out loud, how could I navigate that or what encouragement might you have for someone? Uh, well, again, a, a corporate prayer time, service, mm -hmm. meeting, whatever label you want to put on it, is a time when it has to be, uh, there has to be preparation put into it. Mm -hmm. And and this is where your leader has to, has to be uh, um, prepared and aware of who's in the group. A church... Um, meeting that's going to entail 10, 15, 20, 50, 100 people. Obviously, you're not going to know everybody in their prayer habits and how they pray. Mm -hmm. And you have to assume that no matter how big the group, at least a half of that group are not comfortable praying out okay. loud or praying in public. Mm -hmm. I always assume that. Sure. And so then you have to nurture that by there's certain instructions that I would give to people on a, on a personal, personal level as well as a corporate level. Pray silently. Cultivate the act of just talking to God somewhere within yourself, within your spirit, within your heart. Um, pray short prayers, very short prayers. God, thank you for this time together. Hmm. Uh, God hears whatever we offer him, and he'll take that and he'll use that. It's like anything else. When you're lifting out and you're trying to build your body or your stamina, you're not going to go to the 50-pound weights. You're going to go to the 5-pound weights, and you're going to start doing that for five or six times you're going to get repetitive with it as you start to get repetitive then you'll start to grow hmm. I, I i think and i and i and i don't want to miss this point also in corporate prayer and encouraging people who may have a tendency to hold back or to be a, a bit withdrawn or, or not to be uh, quite ready to pray in public is that those who are comfortable doing it have to be aware that their role is not to dominate the prayer. Mm. Their role is to allow time and space for others to sit quietly, to allow time and space for others to so-and-so find their prayer rhythm. Right. And we can do that by being conscious of the surroundings that we're in. Sure. Yeah. And, and why, why even pray out loud? Why can't we all just come together and pray silently or uh, participate in prayer in a different way? Why would we pray out loud in a group? I, I love that question, Pastor Mike, because I've always wanted to tell you this because I tell other people, read your Bible. It's... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's uh, no, uh, in, and in all in, a, in in all fairness, there it's it's throughout the Bible when people are in, in, in acting with with God when they're when they're crying out to God, the word itself is literally cry out to God, mm-hmm. call unto me. Mm-hmm. You know, speak it out. Something should be verbalized. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in a time of crisis, even in a time of, of, of Thanksgiving. Psalm 34 says, uh, says to uh, uh, come together into unity and to uh, 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 magnify the Lord with mm-hmm. me. Well, that word magnify means that we're crying out. Someone's mm-hmm. doing something. They're making mm-hmm. it louder. They're making it visible. And, and I just think there's a power that goes, that, 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 that takes place. Something that shapes us when we start voicing out our our concerns, our cares, our praise, our thanksgiving hmm. uh, to the Lord. Yeah. Something changes inside of us. It's something changes inside of us. Yeah. It, it, it really does. And it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, there's a confident corporate prayer and prayer in itself has a way of building the body. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really believe that it's a, it's a, it's a faith building exercise. Cool. And as we start to pray corporately, um, if I'm not used to praying out loud and I'm not used to verbalizing my prayers and I see others that are doing it, there's something that shifts in me and, oh, wow, that's, mm-hmm. I can do that as well. Right. And, and, and it should be something that we all should, uh, we all should cultivate. What yeah. if I don't have the, the words? Sometimes whether I'm in, uh, I'm thankful and I'm celebrating or sometimes when I'm in deep grief, I don't have the words to express. What do I do then? that's 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 the time well i mean i i guess the cliched answer so to speak or the pet answer would be go there well then the holy spirit intercedes for us i mean we've heard that so many yes, times right yeah. but but those are the times where that focused quietness takes over mm-hmm. shall we say okay. god hears the silent prayer yes he does but in that we do have the holy spirit as our advocate and that means that he's speaking to us and mm-hmm. he actually verbalizes that to our spirit speaking mm-hmm. to spirit and then as we start to listen to that words will come mm-hmm. And, and, and you're going to get an unction. You're going to get something stirring within you. And it may just end up being a cry. Thank you. Hmm. It may just end up being an, oh God. Right. But something will take place. I just want to encourage you. Don't try to give voice to it, Hmm. but just be still and hear the spirit of God speak to your spirit, speak to my spirit. And then we move accordingly. And that's Hmm. going to come out in some type of an audible song. Wow, cool. And so as we're in a series and in a season focusing on prayer and fasting in our church, and we even have Wednesday night prayer, we just had the offering event. Um, Why come to Wednesday night prayer? That's a, uh, not that we're selling it on the podcast, but why? What, is there a benefit to it? Um, Why would I drive from my house to come and pray with a group of believers? Why would, why do that? There's um, there there's been something that I've been focusing on in the last few weeks, and uh, just mulling over in my spirit some scriptures, uh, where where it's it's I, I I see God wanting to move in a more profound way in mm-hmm. in our midst, mm-hmm. and 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 the Bible says where where the effective fair prayer of an individual does much good, mm-hmm. an individual. 
but where two or three are gathered together, and I know this is not necessarily talking about prayer mm -hmm. that in context, but still that scripture itself, where two or three are gathered together. If one prayer is effective and two or three praying together on a corporate theme and a corporate focus, God is in the midst to accomplish things. Mm -hmm. Imagine what we can accomplish as a church. We've just gone through this, this, uh, uh, this awakening of prayer in the church, this mm -hmm. uh, uh, attempting to allow the Holy Spirit to move us in prayer right. in the season that we're in right now. And, and thank you, Pastor Mike, for, for, for being sensitive to the Spirit and, mm -hmm. and, and calling us to its focused time of prayer. Uh, but I, I believe the benefit we're going to see, it's not going to be able to be measured till down the road. Right. When yeah. we see families that are united, when we see breakthroughs, when we actually see God moving, yeah. there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a passage in Scripture, if I may, mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's when, uh, when Jesus was... Uh, was uh, in uh, I believe it was in Capernaum and uh, it says that he was healing and he was doing some there but he could not do any miracles right. except he healed a few people mm -hmm. because of the unbelief of the people because they were so familiar with him right. is this not Joseph's son is this not the carpenter's son it, do, don't we know his sisters and his brothers I think a lot of times we get so familiar with God mm -hmm. that we don't feel that we need to enter into that time of prayer wow. well what corporate yeah. prayer does I think it resets our focus mm -hmm. as a body as a church and brings us into a time of place that we can actually come together saying, God, we're dependent upon you. Right. We recognize who you are. And we're not going to be so familiar that we've seen you do everything wow. and we've seen everything that's mm -hmm. going to be accomplished and we recognize we can do it. No, we're trusting you to give us direction as well as to give us the authority as well as to be the power that's going to implement this. Mm -hmm. And so we're just coming together and we're crying out to you. And this is the focus. We're trusting for your spirit, yeah. Holy Spirit, to you to guide and direct us. And I think in this season, if we can start that in this season, mm -hmm. we would see, uh, uh, if you believe that, that, that God has something in store for us as a church, for Caribou Road Christian Fellowship, um, if you don't come together mm -hmm. in prayer, if you don't become part of the prayer, uh, the prayer ministry in this church, then I think what, really what's happening is you're going to be missing out because mm -hmm. I think when two or three comes together, so when 20, when 35, when 150 mm -hmm. us gather together on a Wednesday night and we're saying one thing, Holy Spirit, we want you to unite our hearts in focus with God, in unity with each other mm -hmm. that allows you to move God, we're just expecting you to do something right. here. And, and so I, I believe that's the value that we're going to be seeing in this yeah, season. Yeah, and we're going to be watching for it. Oh, come point. on. we got to be yeah. expecting. What's the point of doing this if you're not expecting God to move? Right. Part of coming together in prayer, even personally, is an expectation sure. that God will show up. Yeah. And we, we've got to be unified. Corporate prayer unifies us. It, it strengthens us as well as it disciplines us. Mm. I, I think one of the things, if I may, I don't know if I'm stepping off yeah, the page or not, but, but one thing that, 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 that I believe in, in corporate prayer does, it disciplines us how to pray. Hmm. Um, yes, those, those scattered prayers or those individual prayers are fine, and those personal prayers are for our prayer closet. Yeah. Not every prayer is a corporate prayer. Sure. Not every prayer is a public prayer prayer. Yeah. But when we come together as one, there's a discipline that takes place. When we can focus on an agenda, when you have a leader who has been prayed up and prepared, mm -hmm. 
That's why God sets leadership in, a, mm-hmm. in spiritual direction over his family, is that when, 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 when the focus is given and we come together, it disciplines us to stay focused, mm-hmm. to learn how to stay, to tarry, to wait upon the Lord mm-hmm. for a specific reason. Right. And, and, and I think as a church, we need that moving forward. Yeah. You just used a very mm-hmm. Christian word that maybe you could break down for us on the podcast. What does it mean to tarry? in prayer what does that mean turn your phone off mm-hmm. um, not be in so much of a hurry but take some time to wait Terry is just another word for waiting mm-hmm. just take some time and I'm not saying you have to spend a half an hour you have to spend an hour 45 minutes I mean you can do this in two or three minutes I mean it's again it's that repetition right what you cultivate is what you're going to grow into and so tearing is when we take that time to spend some time in the presence of the Lord before we start to tell him what is going to happen. Spend some time tearing. Wait a few minutes. Settle your spirit. Focus on him. Lord, this is what your word says, and here's what you're speaking to us as a church. And so, God, I just want to hear your heart for that. How do I pray into this theme today? What are you speaking to me that you may not be speaking to Pastor Mike, that you may not be speaking to Joshua, you may not be speaking to Ray? What am am I hearing from you? And tearing allows us just to take that time to put ourselves aside Mm -hmm. so that the Holy Spirit can show up. Just as we're closing this episode, Mm -hmm. if if you were to give an encouragement to the church when it comes to prayer or when it comes to fasting, um, either as a discipline or as corporate prayer, however God leads you, what encouragement would you want to leave with the church? Hmm. That's an interesting question, Pastor Mike. I'd use a slogan, but I don't want to pay royalties. I'd say, just do it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. already been branded. It's been taken. Yeah. <laughs> that's, already, that's already been taken. But the encouragement would be, um, take a step. Step out in faith. Hmm. The, the Bible says, uh, uh, try me in this. Hmm. God says in Malachi, to try me. So let's just try him in this and see what he's going to do. I can reassure you that it's not going to be harmful. Mm-hmm. I can reassure you that whatever level of prayer your prayer life is at right now, it will improve. Right. I can guarantee you the one thing that we need more of is prayer. Right. The, the, uh, the disciples walked with Jesus, and they lived with him, and they ate with him, and they could have asked him to show them anything, but the one thing they asked for was to teach us to pray. Right. And we need more prayer. So I just want to encourage us as a body. I want to encourage us as as a church that uh, moving forward, no matter the issues, maybe you're sitting exactly where you want to be and everything is fine in you. Then there's a prayer of thanksgiving that you need to offer up to God that what he's doing for you, he can do for others. So I just want to encourage you. Yeah, just do it. Just take a step of faith. Step out. We're in this together. None of us are pros. Right. Because yeah. I can assure you, even if I can pray for a half an hour at the drop of a hat, there's times when I'm mumbling and I'm stumbling for words. Sure. And yeah. so we're all in this together. Let's come together. Let's be united in this season. What God is doing, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, hasn't even entered the hearts of mm-hmm. us, any right. of us, yeah. where he's going to Amen. do through this time of prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for the insight that you've given mm-hmm. us and encouragement. Mm-hmm. I trust that it will be beneficial to our church. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks for how you serve at CRCF. It's been good to have you. It's an honor. Thank you.
Mike, that was uh, that was a really good interview. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of nuggets in there. Yeah. You, well, that's Reg, right? That's Reg. They'll just drop one in, and let it hang. Think about it for a little bit. See what happens. Yeah. You guys talked about uh, this idea that kind of started off with. I love this this quote too. That prayer is the lifeblood of Christians. It flows through the blood of the believer. That's a pretty that's a pretty intense, but like I love it. Like it's a pretty powerful quote. You talked about um, that there's a common theme and a common purpose that when these believers who are committed to prayer, when they have it, you know, flowing through them, when they come together and they put those prayers together, that you can actually see movement. You can actually see people being emboldened by these times mm. of corporate prayer. Well, I think that's what makes corporate prayer uh, different than if you were to have a prayer service or um, when we're just praying privately is that we're praying on theme and we're praying in unity. Hmm. And there's so much that happens within the body of believers when we come together and we are, even as the Bible would talk about, we're of one heart or we're of one mind. Right. Yeah. In how we pray. So do you think that in those times of corporate prayer, are there any, this is just a kind of a question that popped up for me. Are there any themes or topics that are better left to your private prayer that, you know, shouldn't really be brought into the corporate setting? Well, you know, I think that we pray as the Spirit of God leads us to pray, mm. but there are things that would typically be found in a corporate prayer setting. You know, we're going to pray for our church. We're going to pray for the body of believers. We're going to pray for things that um, affect or have an impact on each person present in the prayer meeting. So typically what I've seen is that corporate prayer is not a time where we are where I'm praying for things that are private to my personal life. Right. Right. But there might be times where in corporate prayer, we pray for the lost mm. or mm -hmm. we pray for family members in general who have yet to know the Lord. Right. These kind of things where we can all get on board and again, all be of one heart and one mind as we pray together. Right. So it's not too specific to your individual kind of situation, but it's more like broader themes that we're all going through as a church, as a community. Sure. Yeah. And like, uh, like we would have heard in the interview, you need both. You need your private prayer life and corporate prayer. Mm -hmm, right. They both are um, important in our lives as believers. Is there one that you kind of, maybe in like the Pentecostal or Pentecostal sphere that you kind of see more? Well, I guess you would see corporate prayer more because mm. we're even taught in scripture when it comes to private prayer that we go away and we can pray in private. We don't right. have to be... Um, out in the public sphere. Yeah. yeah, we don't have to be crazy about our prayer. So I think obviously the most visible would be corporate prayer. But I think even as Reg said in his interview, mm -hmm. um, one feeds into the other, right? And then uh, vice versa. Yeah, back and forth. So Josh, how do you see that? How do you see private and corporate prayer working together? Yeah, well, I think in times. I've even had the opportunity to to come and lead corporate prayer in, in certain settings. And often the the themes that are impressed on me in in my private reading, in my private study, in my private time with, with Jesus is is kind of reminiscent of what he wants to see moving in the church. So for example, um, we were going through our series on Romans mm -hmm. um, before Christmas. And it was a time where, where things were kind of really being shaken up, where, you know, some uh, some pretty tough themes were being brought to the surface. And so I knew in my private life that that was true, but I also knew that we were going through that together, you know, as a church. Right. So on those moments, we, we can really pray into that. We can thank God that, you know, we don't have to be asleep or be, um, 
yeah, we don't have to have these scales on our eyes and not be able to see the sin, but we can actually come together and we can shake things up and we mm. can learn and embolden and, mm-hmm. and sharpen one another in, in that corporate setting. So I've definitely seen it play out from the private to the corporate. Yeah. Um, but then I guess if the point of corporate prayer is to embolden the community, then you can see how it would go the other way as well. Well, I think corporate prayer also has this ability to transform our hearts mm. as believers, as in a similar way that uh, like testimony might right. transform us or embolden us, right? When we come together and we join our hearts together as one, you know, it's going to affect my private prayer mm-hmm. when I get to now go home from a meeting like that, understanding that there are other believers who share this passion mm. or this uh, burden right? as I do, right? It's going to um, empower and inform my private prayer life as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that. There was one part um, kind of near the end of your guys' interview where Reg brought up the point that, um, you know, prayers actually have effect. They have power to them. And he, he then brought in the verse where two or three are gathered. You know, there he is. There God is. And, and um, so is there anything to this idea that when we come together and we put, you know, our, our effective, our powerful prayers together towards the same goal that, you know, there's maybe more, more power of bringing them together? Is there like a, a quantity over quality kind of aspect going on here with private and corporate prayer or mm. or is that is that not quite it neat question i don't think that's quite it mm-hmm. i think god hears our prayers whether we pray by ourselves mm-hmm. or together but that there's something that happens within the body of believers when we come together to pray that corporate prayer is maybe more about the body mm. it's not that god doesn't hear us when we pray privately yeah right that, but it transforms what god is doing in our midst when we come together mm. where two or three are gathered and it's for sure not a issue of quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of us are good at praying, mm-hmm. right? That's why the disciples asked Jesus, how do we do teach it? us? Yeah. Like I ask that there mm-hmm. are times in my life, I don't know how to pray for certain things, mm. you know, um, or at all. Right. You know? And so I have to ask the Holy spirit, teach me how to pray about this. Mm. I don't know what to do. None of us are good at praying. Yeah. And even that could be an encouragement to people who are listening, Mm. who are thinking about what does my prayer life look like either privately or corporately. Mm -hmm. The encouragement is we just do it. I think that's how Reg ended. Mm -hmm. He says, just do it. Just do it. Just dive in. Uh, and, and the Holy spirit will meet you. It is a coined phrase. I think he reminded us. He sure did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Branded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Those are just a few thoughts that I had kind of pop up. Did you have anything that you wanted to cover um, before we wrap up today's podcast? No, I just, you know, as we're coming now to the end of our series on prayer and fasting as a church, Mm -hmm. I just want the church to understand this isn't a series, like in terms of uh, what my life looks like, right? Mm. That we are a community of prayer at CRCF. And so that means that we are going to continue praying. Mm. We're going to continue the discipline of fasting and worship that this isn't just a season for us as right. a church. Yeah. But this is where we're going to see the hand of God at work in our midst is when we meet him in prayer. Mm. So, um, yeah, I guess that's my encouragement and my reminder to the church, mm-hmm. even as this is maybe one of our last podcasts for this season about prayer. Um, that doesn't mean we're done praying. Right. We're still going to meet every Wednesday. We're still going to pray and worship and fast and ask God for the things that we need, trusting that each thing that we need is found in him. Mm. Yeah. So good. Well, Hey, it's the lifeblood, right? The lifeblood of uh, of the believer. So yeah, I heard that once. So. Yeah, I've heard that yeah. before. It's actually yeah. tattooed on my back now. So, no, yeah. it's not. Church, <laughs> it's, it's not. not. It's yeah, not. it's not. But I'm excited to see how this season of prayer is going to affect uh, our church, is going to affect our community, and I hope you guys are too. 
Uh, so we're looking forward to seeing you guys next week on, on Unpacking Sunday. Great. Unpacking Sunday is a podcast of Carover Road Christian Fellowship Church. If you have any questions or discussion topics, please email us at unpackingsunday at crcfchurch.com or visit our website at crcfchurch.com.